When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on? Hopefully everything works out okay. Hopefully you can hear me. I'm using some different software today, so I hope everything will go according to plan. We'll see. But uh, hello everybody. Hello Zoe, Samra, how are ya? Anja. YouTube on my phone for some reason. It's not working as well. It's one of the reasons I haven't gone live in a while. I've also been quite busy, but um, I like going live on my phone and being able to type on the chat here. And uh, that's not always the case. Today, it's definitely not the case. Uh, I'm going on some other software, so I hope all goes well. But I plan on being here for about an hour and a half. Jamie is going to uh, join at some point, but I uh, see a lot of members here. Thank you so much for joining. Anja's here. Madi, Ruddy, Anja again. Luke, Dr. Luke, Elena, Amina. I practiced saying Alina's name, I hope, fairly well in Russian, uh, but I don't think I can do it now. So I'll keep practicing, but we is here. And Eric is here. What's going on? If this is your first time, the way this works is as long as my voice holds up <clears throat> and I don't cough too much, you ask questions, I answer them as best I can. Now, I've been teaching for 20 years, so I know a lot of stuff, but I don't know everything. So sometimes Maz is here, though. Abbas, how are you? So sometimes I get tripped up. And I won't be able to answer your questions, but tripped up. Is that a new phrasal verb for you, maybe? It's when you uh, stumble a little bit, when you make a mistake. So it literally could be you're tripping when you walk, you stumble, just a little fall there, not all the way down, but uh, trip up. I hope I don't get tripped up by any of these difficult questions. Mega is here from India. Welcome. And Zoe has already warned me get ready to answer some questions. So I definitely am nervous because of your questions and because of this new like software, but Ibrahim is here. So all is well, as long as Ibrahim is here and you can hear me and all that stuff. I hope, I hope you can hear me. I don't have any chat. I don't have any uh, people in the chat saying we can't hear you. So I'm going to assume that all is well, Eric, Oh, jeez. First question, right out of the gate. <laughs> Can you give us a short commentary on what happened at the Capitol? Gosh, I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, thank you, Anja. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, we're, um, we're going to do that, are we? We're going to get into the political stuff right away. Aroni is here. Thank you so much, Aroni for moderating the chat. 
Um, I'll say a little bit about the capital, but um, not too much because I don't want to upset anybody. But uh, I think I'm hoping most people can agree that the American elections were safe. They were accurate. And then our president until next week was saying that it wasn't, that there was a fraud going on, that there were some bad things going on and the election was stolen from him. I think most Americans don't believe that, but there are, or there is a small percentage of Americans who believe President Trump, even though there have been a lot of court cases that have said, no, we couldn't find any fraud. So, are we still good? Did I just stop for some reason? Did I lose the internet? Am I still here? Because I lost. Oh, no. I'm worried. I might not be there anymore. Don't drive and chat. That is true. Is somebody driving and chatting? Okay, I'm here. Okay, thank you, Samra. Thank you. So as I was saying, I think there is a small percentage of Americans who believe the election was stolen from Donald Trump. And I think there are, I'm good. Adriana, welcome. Hello, I'm good. Yeah, I don't like to talk about government either. This is going to be quick. Okay. Um, so there is a... Uh, real small percentage, I think, of Americans who either think that election was stolen or they just want to take over the country. So I'm sure most countries have these small groups of people that aren't happy with how the government is being run. So I think that's what happened there. Hopefully it won't happen again. All right, Elena Brent, could you please explain the phrase, put it to bed? I'm much more comfortable talking about English rather than government. So let's put the government talk to bed. How about that? We, if you have questions, I'll answer them. But putting something to bed, it literally means like, let's stop talking about it. Let's not do that anymore. And a lot of times when families get together right now, well, during COVID, it's kind of hard. But when families get together, there may be some talk of politics. And of course, a lot of people don't agree with each other. So at some point, they may say, you know what? The talk of politics, let's just put it to bed. Let's put it to rest. That means the same thing. Let's put it to bed. Let's put it to rest. Let's just not worry about it anymore. Let's not talk about it anymore. That's what put it to bed means. All right. I feel better. I feel better. Okay. We is wondering what uh, strategy, what does strategy mean? What does strategy mean? Joanne is here from Canada. What's going on? Joanne, she's wondering, can I pronounce disgust? As in, it was disgust. Yeah, so I pronounce that. But when I say that to myself, I'm also hearing disgust. Okay. I don't know if those are homophones, but when I say them, they sound the same. So disgust, the way Joanne said, it means you talked about something in the past. 
If you are feeling disgust, that means you don't like it so much. You are disgusted. Disgusted. So we was asking about strategy. Another word for strategy is plan. So hopefully when you're studying English, you have a strategy. Maybe on Monday, you're going to do some work with listening. And maybe on Tuesday, you're going to do some work with reading. That could be your strategy. And on Sundays, you're going to join that guy, Brent, on YouTube. That might be a pretty good strategy. I hope that uh, helps, Joanne, with the disgust. When I say that out loud, it tripped me up a little bit. I didn't realize those two words might be homophones. Might be. Or it might be just my pronunciation. All right, we we got that right. Strategy, Maz, you lost me. Did anybody else lose me? Oh, no. Okay. Aroni is there. Aroni. If you're learning Italian, he put out two awesome shorts this week on his channel. Check it out. Oh, Elena says that she heard that in Eminem's song. Wow. So if you can understand Eminem, and I do this with my Italian. Uh, what's that? Erroni. What's his name? Sal, Salmo. There's a, a rapper, an Italian, who speaks really quickly. There are a lot of native English speakers, myself included, that the first time you hear an Eminem song, you might not know everything he's saying. But it could be a really good way to practice English, read the uh, lyrics, and try to figure them out at the same time. I do that sometimes. Mix it up. That's a good strategy for learning English. Mix it up a little bit. Don't do the same thing all the time. Germany's in the house. Mariposa, 50. Welcome. Samra from Turkey. Beautiful country. I would like to visit one day. Says, I hope everything will be okay for the U.S. and everybody. I hope so, too. Um, I think we can put it, we can put it to bed. I think once a new president is office is in office, I hope all of the disruptions are put to bed. I hope. Let's see here. And I have to be careful when I'm scrolling through that I don't shake my camera because my keyboard and my camera are all hooked up on the same computer. So All right, I will try to put even, even. Even if it doesn't sound natural, I will try to put even in a lot of my sentences. Zoe also has an Instagram. And sometimes she will take the words that I say and put them into her Instagram posts. And it is very helpful if you are a Persian speaker. Ah, Adriana, she says she's on the phone. Let me copy and paste this. Because as I shake the camera, I'm sorry, but this is important. Uh, that's called a, a, it's a verb. That little sign is the at sign at the end of Adriana's statement. But we will actually use that as a verb. Like, I'm sorry, I'm on my phone. I can't at you. I can't at you. So I'm going to at... I mean it right now. And it, it is frustrating 
when you can't do that on your phone. I, I, hopefully YouTube will fix that. Hopefully YouTube will fix the glitch. Hopefully they will fix the glitch. Hopefully they will fix the glitch to tongue twister so that I can stream on my phone again. But for the last couple weeks, the date doesn't matter which date I put in. It will always say a date in 1969 for some reason. And it doesn't show up. Rod is here. Rod, welcome, sir. Rod sent me some books this week. Thank you so much. And he also put a short out on his YouTube channel. Check it out. Mega is wondering. You know what? Rod did a short lesson on eventually. And Jamie will eventually join us. If you saw the thumbnail for this live chat, Jamie, Jamie was looking good, I think. Jamie was looking good. I was looking a little dorky like, uh, on the thumbnail. But I thought, well, as long as Jamie looks good, I don't have to look that good. And I don't. So she will be joining us eventually. But my daughter has to go to work. And she's only 14. But I just realized she is going to be 15 next month, which is crazy, which is crazy. Dr. Luke is in the house. Dr. Luke has a question. Did I? Hang on, the chat's going kind of quickly here. Hang on. Uh, I don't know if I did. Sorry to shake the camera, by the way. Come on, YouTube. Fix the phone. Fix the phone app. Thank you for bearing with me here. I hope you're learning something. Oh, uh, Joanne, I saw a real quick question from Joanne. Hey, Brent, is there a difference between haggle and bargain? No, there isn't. If you ever visit the United States, be aware that most of the time you cannot haggle. You cannot try to bargain with a shop owner. Those prices are set. In the United States, there isn't a whole lot of haggling going on. Most of the prices are set. But bargain can be used differently. But you can use them the same way. So you go into a shop, you see a skirt, maybe. You want to buy a skirt, and maybe it's $10. You could bargain with the owner and say, will you take eight? And that's also called haggling. But you might go into that store and you see that skirt and you thought it would be $15, but it was $10. You can say, wow, that's a bargain. So a bargain can also mean something is less expensive than you thought it would be. All right, Dr. Luke, do you use the verb croak? As in the, the frog croaks. It's the sound that a frog we also say ribbit, though. Ribbit. So ribbit and croak are the same thing in English, what a frog says. But can I croak about problems? No, I wouldn't say. But the next one, yeah. It's not very nice if you say, well, yeah, last week he croaked. It uh, doesn't have a lot of feeling with it. And certainly if maybe somebody lost their father... You wouldn't say to them, hey, I'm sorry, I heard your dad croaked last week. No, don't. 
pass away is better. But if you're just talking with a friend and um, maybe somebody you don't like, I mean, that would be really mean. But yeah, yeah he croaked. He croaked. It's, there's no feeling involved. But I don't think you can croak when you're complaining, at least not in American English, maybe in British English. Ah, Ethan from Greece is here. Welcome. Welcome. Hey, Sita. Welcome. Better late than never. Of course. Of course. And I know a lot of people are busy this time of year. I know I have been busy. Sorry I haven't been here live with you, but um, I love it. So even though the technology is a little strange right now, aha, somebody right here with uh, either Persian, I think it might be Persian script. Uh, I don't think it's Arabic script. Oh, Elena, welcome. Another Elena, welcome to the club. Um, yes, this channel does have memberships and there are some special videos on there. One that I made where I toured my school this week for members because um, it's hard to explain, but I can go to school. I was not exposed to the virus, but all of the students that are in my wing, they have to stay home, my son included. And uh, I made a video. There was one other teacher in the, in the school my part of the school, but I don't think she saw me recording, so I was okay. Um, oh, Joanne, I did this already, right? Or am I, I did it. Disgust, yeah, disgust. It's the same thing with disgust and disgust. That's the same way uh, you pronounce that. It was disgust last night that we should stay home. Okay. Hamoud is here. I learned this week, Hamoud really likes cars. Welcome. Yeah, and Elena, we also have a Discord server. So after this chat, I will put in your members tab. I'll put in the members tab, that Discord server, and you can join us. Samra, welcome to the Silver Club. And Samra is on there quite a bit. Amina, um, Sita. It's a good way to just get to know each other a little bit better and practice your English. Check the members tab after and you'll see that link to the Discord channel. So the other question was, in the United States, is it possible for someone under 18 to work? And the answer is yes. You have to be 14, I believe. Now, my daughter is 14. She can work, but her hours are limited. So she can work a maximum. Like the most hours she can work in a week is 20. So... Of course, if you are an adult, if you're over 18, I guess you can work as much as you want. Samra, did you work 66 hours this week? I remember hearing that. 66 hours this week. It's a lot. That's a lot. All right. Ah, Sita. And I know Elena, she had mentioned that she's trying to get home for this live chat. Be careful. I'm glad she's home safe and sound. We sometimes say that when someone arrives safely. If you want to just add a little bit to it, you can say safe and sound. So Elena, I'm glad you made it home safe and sound. Safe and sound. 
Oh, uh, no, Roddy. Roddy, what are you doing to me? What are, oh, maybe actually I can. Can I pronounce, are you kidding with me? Are you trolling with me? Or do you really want me to pronounce this? I think you're trolling me. But how about this? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Yeah, I can actually. Yeah, there's a root word in there in the middle. And it just has a couple prefixes and suffixes. But I can do it right here. Here we go. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Okay, maybe I couldn't do it as well as I thought I could. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Something like that. I've never heard that word before. Um, but it, it has something to do with being opposed to the government, probably. It has something of being not in favor of what everyone else is for the most part. Jamie, Samra, Jamie will be coming, will, will be coming eventually, but she has to take my daughter to work. So my daughter has to be at work at, work at 10 o'clock, which is 10 minutes from now. So she's going to take her to work and come back. But I want to go live until Bob the Canadian goes live at 11 o'clock, my time. So I thought that why don't I go an extra half an hour because I have that time. So she will be here eventually, eventually, soon, maybe 20 minutes. So you're stuck with me for 20 minutes. I'm sorry. But Ethan is wondering, could you explain eavesdrop? I can. Little kids love to eavesdrop. And so do noisy, noisy, nosy, nosy adults. Nosy. So when you eavesdrop, that means you listen to people talking. They don't know you're listening. And you probably shouldn't be listening. You're eavesdropping on their private conversation. So little kids love to catch their parents talking. Maybe they're hiding behind the couch. What are the parents saying? And then, believe it or not, at my school, we have a lot of nosy adults. They love to overhear conversations. Do you have that at your work? Do you have nosy people at your work always trying to hear the, the gossip? You should have heard what he did yesterday. Sita, Sita, no, thank, thank you, but uh, that's just a bonus because seriously, Sita always leaves a comment. It's so nice to hear. Amina is always leaving comments saying that, oh, you're so helpful. That, that really helps me want to make new videos. It's nice to know that maybe somewhere in the world, I put out a lesson and it helps somebody. But Sita, that's a bonus. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, uh, that means a lot. Thank you very much. All right. Elena is wondering. Ah, Elena. Yes. Hey, uh, and we do need to do a member Zoom soon. A member Zoom. I don't think we've done one for January yet. But also, if you're a silver or a gold member, we do member Zooms. 
where it's just, you know, a small group of people and we get together. So maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow. I have time tomorrow. Maybe a member Zoom tomorrow. Uh, okay, so Elena is talking about, uh, oh, wishy-washy. Yeah, sure. I did a lesson a couple months ago, wishy-washy. It means you're not saying yes, you're not saying no, you're somewhere in between. And that can be dangerous to, to some people. They might not like that. They might want you to give them an answer. So let's say, and this would not be dangerous, but let's say there's a party on Friday night. I use that a lot. There's a party on Friday night. And your friend asks if you want to go, but you're not sure. You may say, oh, I'd love to go. Um, can, can I tell you tomorrow? I, I got I to gotta think about it. That's being wishy-washy, wishy-washy. So again, Sita, thank you so much. There was a question. I was distracted by the super chat by Sita. So thank you so much. It means a lot. There was a question. Okay, Elena is here. She's finished all of her all of her chores. Ruddy says that word. Did you? Yeah, Ruddy. Did you? Did you find that word somewhere in your reading? Because seriously, now I need to get back to doing lessons on prefixes because those can really help identify words in English that you've never seen. So I did know the root word establishment. And in that case, it meant like the government. And then if you have anti-dis, anti is always the opposite. So if you see that in English, it's rare that we can say always. But anti, at the beginning of a word, it means, yeah, it means opposite. So you might be anti, what could you be? Anything, really. Maybe you're anti-sports. I did put a question out if you like sports because I could use those in examples when I teach English, but you might be anti-sports. You may not like sports. And I found out about 33% did not like sports. All right, Ethan, I hope that helps with your eavesdrop question. And there are, yes, I need to try to join. And uh, I know Samra... And Sita, they do sometimes have some live chats on the Discord channel. I need to try to get there today, okay? It's at 2 o'clock, I think, 2 o'clock today. Oh, no way. Mary Posa 15 says wishy-washy is funny, and it's almost the same in German. Yeah, wishy-washy is fun. Okay, Angelo. This is uh, welcome, by the way, welcome. Um, a lot of people are asking about Jamie. And yes, she was on the thumbnail. And yes, she is more popular than I am. I get it. I like her better than I like myself too. But uh, she has to take my daughter to work at 10 o'clock, which is just like right now, my time. And uh, she'll be back. So it might take her 10 minutes. But she should be here about 10, 15 but Angelo, welcome. That's that's all anybody wants, right? Is Jamie. Yeah. Hey, this guy's here. 
I saw in the thumbnail Jamie was going to be there. I get it. I get it. I get it. All right. Italo, thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, uh, Virslav. Virslav, welcome. Long time viewer. I remember you from the early days. Thank you. Um, am I going to get vaccinated for COVID? Yeah, I. Teachers were scheduled to be vaccinated, um, but I think they've pushed it back. They've pushed it back. So I think we were scheduled for February, but it might get pushed back until March. But I am all for pushed back. I am all for getting the vaccination. I believe that it's safe. Stick it in my arm. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I will. I'm not. But not all of my colleagues, those are the people I work with, a fancy way to say the people I work with, colleagues, not sure if I can spell that. Not the best speller. Uh, some of my colleagues, though, are not on board. They are not wanting to get it. They don't agree. They're not on board. Um, yeah, can I spell colleagues? No, I can't. But can spell check help me? Yes, it can. I am, Angelo says that I am jealous of Jamie. Yes, I am jealous of Jamie. Um, people like her better than they like me. But we've been together for 25 years. So I'm used to it. I'm used to it. All right. Um, Shaham, where is your question? Oh, what's the difference? Ah, like it. I like it. Okay. Let me copy and paste. What is the difference between these sentences? I am good. I'm cool. I'm fine. So somebody's walking upstairs. It might be my son or it might be Jamie. She may be home already. All right. What is the difference between those three sentences? Not much. Not much. And those are all good to use when someone asks you, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm cool. I'm fine. They all work. Guess what? I'm good is not grammatically correct. You should say I'm well. But guess what? Everyone in the United States, how are you doing? I'm good. That's how we speak. I don't. I don't. Because I'm an English teacher. I actually do say I'm well or I'm doing well, or I'm, I'm pretty well. So, but most Americans, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Oh, Patty is here from France. Welcome. I'm on board with getting vaccinated. That's for sure. Ibrahim says I'm good at marketing. Yeah, I'm just going to stick Jamie on all of the thumbnails. Clickbait. Even if she isn't here. And then you'll stop subscribing. And then you won't come back. So I'll be honest. I think I hear her coming. though. So it's been. I do hear her coming. She's coming. She's coming. So Jamie's coming. She's. Oh, do you have your computer? It might be a little easier 
okay. if we can type on your computer. Yeah. A lot of people have been asking for you. I think it's pretty convincing that they like you better. Uh, not everybody. Some people like Jamie better. I get it. I get it. Oh, Sammy, thank you. Says I'm a great teacher. Thank you. Patty, see, I'm just trying to make you feel bad for me so you'll give me compliments. Nobody likes me. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, Luciano is wondering, what's the difference between to faint and to pass out? I got good news for you. Nothing. And I can't copy and paste for some reason. There is no difference between to faint and to pass out. I guess I have to copy everything. Um, I'll tell you a quick story. That just, that just copy and pasted everything. So to faint and to pass out. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Because I think Amina is wondering, where's Jamie? A lot of people are wondering. Jamie's right here. So let me tell you a quick story about something that happened uh, this summer to a child I know. I won't say which child, but this child fainted or passed out. It's the same thing. So this child has asthma. So they don't breathe all that well. They, under normal circumstances, it's fine. But they sucked in a helium balloon to try to make themselves sound funny. I'm sure many of you have done that. And this child, this young man, literally passed out, literally fainted. And he was sitting in a rather high chair. And he just went back and, and bumped his head. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. Ah, New York is in the house. Welcome. Rod says that we are in lockdown in his town again. Oof. Be safe. Be safe. Yeah, our cases are, are getting out of hand. Luca is wondering, what's the difference in pronouncing these two words? Thought and fought. Thought and fought. So those are both past tense. I have to squeeze in a little bit. Can people... People see you. It's just me for right now. We're a little bit um, behind on our... I think you'll have to squeeze in. you have to get closer to me. I know, I know you might not like that, but I'm frozen. Hi, everyone. Hopefully, everybody can see. We can't see ourselves, so hopefully. So, thought and fought. Thought and fought. Hopefully, that works. And when Jamie types, she types extremely hard. Um, Sammy is wondering, what's the difference between differentiation and distinguished? Uh, well, differentiate comes from trying to find the difference between two things. So what's the differentiation between night and day? Well, one is light and one is dark. But you might use it in a different way. How would you distinguish the difference between night and day? And you might say, well, the sun is out during the day, the moon is out during the night. Tough question, Sammy. I hope that helps. Shahram is wondering about literally in our conversations. Yeah, literally means it actually happens. But Americans will say literally for literally everything. When they're talking, it is pretty common, I think, to use mm -hmm. literally. Like literally, almost every sentence when an American speaks, we'll have literally in it. Literally. literally. It's a good one, though. It's a good one. A little more to your right, 
and we'll see you better. You're right. No, no, not right. No, just the, okay. a little closer to me. There we go. Um, Zabeda is saying that she can see your shadow. I have quite a few lights on here, trying to get us in the best light. Do you want me to? Yeah, if you, Jamie will put it up on her screen. And uh, yeah, the, YouTube with the phone, it's so much easier with the phone. And now, oh, you have to sit through an ad. Have to sit through an ad. Oh, maybe. A little, oh, we're a little delayed. We're a little delayed. All right. Uh, Mr. Ilmir, I believe, learning English for two years. Nice job. I've been learning Italian for almost two years. And uh, it's tough. It takes a long time to learn another language. So keep working at it. You will do it eventually. feels like I need to almost like put my arm. Isn't that a, isn't that a good uh, a couple, couple's picture? Um, okay, Adriana is not frozen. It's so cold. Oh, oh, so Luke and Adriana live pretty close to each other. Um, Luke from Poland, great country, and Adriana is in Germany. So I believe it's uh, it's quite cold. The problem is if we touch the table, then it shakes, but then we can't tighten back. Oh, this, this, oh, oh, Adriana's saying. It's a little awkward. Teachers together like this, but. Cringe. Yeah, Crony. <laughs> cringy, yeah. And the, don't you, uh, it was always awkward for me at least when I saw my parents kissing. It's like, ugh, why don't, why? That's gross. You don't feel the same way, do you? I don't. No. Our kids should see that so they know that we love each other and that it's okay to show affection. It's gross though. Uh, Ibrahim is saying, I dare you to make a live stream outdoors in the snow. Is it possible? Uh, it might be. It might be, but it might be cold. I do a lot of live streams. I know Ibrahim knows in the summer. I do them. Uh, but in the winter, it's just cold out. Although today, it's actually quite warm. It's above freezing. And it's I think 40. we're... It's about 40. Yeah. Uh, 40 Fahrenheit, which probably means nothing, right, to people in Celsius. Um, but it's above freezing. So it's above zero. Maybe, maybe 15? I don't know. We don't... Americans have to do everything differently. We don't do centimeters. We do inches. We don't do Celsius. We do Fahrenheit. Um, Brent, could you please say the word greasy? Because I've heard two different pronunciations from U.S. people. Greasy. I say greasy. And it's, it's actually great that we have Jamie here. She's from the southern part of the United States. I'm from the northern part of the United States. So that is one word. There are a few that we pronounce differently. So I say greasy. And Jamie says... Greasy. So more of a Z sound there, but greasy. Oh, Angelo, thank you. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed. We're getting close to 3,500. Thank you. And thank you to all the members. Got to shout you out as always. Ah, Ruddy is asking a question there. <laughs> I was learning Spanish and then I kind of got sidetracked. I really should pick it up again because I have a lot of Spanish speaking students. I really should do Spanish and French because I also have a lot of French speaking students. But at the moment, I am not learning a language. 
And Jamie just used sidetracked. That's a good way to say that you're distracted, that maybe it was on the front burner. Maybe it was really important to you, but you had to put it on the back burner. You had to leave it for a little while. You were distracted. Oh, Elena, Brent, Jamie, meet someone halfway means agree with them, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, could, I, mean, I feel like I'm talking too yeah. much. I don't want to talk too much. I mean, you just, it's kind of like, uh, I would say it's kind of like compromise. Like, or you agree to disagree or, or maybe, I don't know, is that right? Kind of, mm-hmm. um, like maybe, like you got to meet me halfway. Like if you say we're going on a trip and I want to spend 10000 but he wants to spend only five, we might meet in the middle or meet halfway at eight and only budget 8000 for that trip. Yeah. Yeah. And compromise is another great synonym for that. So you give a little, the other person gives a little, and you try to meet somewhere in the middle. Meet you halfway. Yeah. Um, I'm from Alabama. I don't know. Is it Mariposa? Yeah, from Germany. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, so Alabama, southern part of the United States, Maine, way up north. Uh, okay. Persian script or Arabic script? Uh, hey, Jamie, how are you? Could you please... Um, explain Yeah, could you please explain... What a successful marriage is. How does it last for a long period of time? And I think we can we can go right with the meet halfway. Mm-hmm. That that's a big part of it. But he asked you or she asked you, so I'll be quiet. Um yeah, I mean we we've been together for almost well twenty five years. I think so. Yeah. Ninety six. We, we met in nineteen ninety six, so we've been together for a really long time. Um but no, it's so much fun to live with Brent. Um, you never know what you're going to get. He has so many different um, ideas and things going on. It's You just never know what phase he's going to be. It could be music. It could be movies. It could be learning a language. Um, so, Amon, thank you oh, for the super chat. Thank you so much. So kind of you. Thank yes. you very much. Thank, thank you, you very much. It means a lot. Thank you. Um yeah, so we just really work really hard to be kind, and I mean, he's fun to be around. We have a lot of the same. Well, that's not really true. We don't have it. Not fun to be around. <laughs> Sometimes he is not fun no. to be around. Um, so we just we have really fun kids. We have a lot of fun together. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. We just. I think we're uh, so different that we go together. I guess. Sometimes, yeah, I think sometimes. So in English, we have something called opposites attract. And I don't know if that's completely true, but I think you can have a lot in common and we know when we'll be together, but we also have different interests. So sometimes we can get a little break from each other, but we always understand that we want the best for each other and that goes a long way. So, um, sweet home Alabama where the skies are so blue. It's a great song. Great song. Nice job. Uh, Forrest Gump. That's a great movie. Yes. Great movie. And where it is, I I believe it is Green Ball, right? Green Ball, Alabama. Where I got my first teaching job, it was Greensboro, Alabama. And when you live in the South, it does come out like Green Ball. 
I think I think it was Greenbow, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Was it yeah. Greenbow? So it's really it's really similar to where I used to teach. Hey, Patty Candle, thirty three years. That is awesome. Yep, thirty three years. Do you have any children, Patty Candle, in France? Um, children, you know, our children are are getting to be teenagers, and pretty soon it'll be just the two of us again. And we call that we call that an empty nest. Amina, come on. Thank, Thank you, you, Amina. Thank you so much. Amina is always so kind with the super chats. Sita, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it's just awesome. And like I said earlier, I get a lot out of helping people around the world. It's a good feeling. I, I put out a lesson and I think, oh, maybe somewhere in Turkey or Saudi Arabia or Russia, people will watch this. Like, oh, I get it. So that's cool. Thank you so much. Sita, 27 years. Nicely done. Ah, Mega, thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, it costs nothing to be polite. No. It, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. Try to be nice. And usually, if you're nice, usually, people are nice back to you. A lot of people think that our kids are twins, especially when they were really, really young. Um, I mean, they're only 15 months apart, so they're super close in age, but they are not twins. They are 14 and 13, soon to be 15. It's crazy. 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 Poland is in the house. Poland has been very kind to the channel. Thank you. I know Luke is here and uh, Adriana was once. So thank you. Thank you. I should probably answer that one. What's your favorite TV show or movie? Gosh, we don't really watch... I mean, my favorite TV show at the moment is This Is Us. Um, it's a show on NBC, if you guys get that. It's probably on the Peacock streaming as well. Um, you're probably going to cry every <laughs> every episode, but it's so good. The, the plot lines and the families that they have on there, it's really, really good. We watch a lot of YouTube, mm-hmm. so it's hard to... But my favorite movie of all time is probably Toy Story. Yeah, mine as well. Toy Story, The Godfather is mm-hmm. is a classic for me. Marlon Brando, and last night it just came out on Disney. I'm not sure where you're at uh, if you have Disney Disney Plus, but I really like this show called WandaVision from Marvel. So if you've ever watched the Avengers, I really like WandaVision, but I don't think it's for everyone. So that's a term you can use if you like it, but you don't think a lot of other people will. Or did you? Uh, it's not for everyone. So I can see something like onions, where I really like them, but they're not for everyone. You know that you might not like them. I know Jamie doesn't like them. No. But oh, this is us. Brazil has been very kind to the channel, too. Thank you so much. Um, It's odd how other countries will have agreements with different shows. Kind of strange. That's really good if you haven't watched it. Banuka, welcome. Welcome. Oh, Elena is talking about Soul. I didn't didn't know we had Disney Plus until last night. And I've been wanting to watch it, so I will be watching it, Elena, very, very soon. I've heard it's really good. Uh, I cry easily at movies, especially Pixar movies. So if I watch Soul, it'll be by myself. 
the first time, maybe on my phone somewhere. So I don't know. Is it sad? Every Pixar movie is sad, though. Up. Remember at the beginning of Up? Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. Um, If you've seen Up, the Office classic, Netflix just got rid of the Office for us. Yeah. So then we have to stream on Peacock. So many streaming services. Um, But if you see Up, classic, I think. Yeah. But some people will say that he dies at the beginning of the movie and maybe actually like commit suicide because he's missing his wife so much. And when that house floats up with the helium balloons, that's basically his dream as he's dying. You know how the little boy, the Boy Scout comes back? That's the child they lost at the beginning of the movie. Crushing. No. <laughs> it's hard to watch that movie. Somebody asked if you could show uh, use wonder in a sentence. Wonder. It's going so fast that I can't yeah. remember the name. So when you use wonder as a verb, it's a it's another way to think. Maybe it's like a little bit deeper thinking, but oh, I wonder what's going to happen next week. It could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. But it's almost like think about in the future or in a different different time. Like um, I wonder what would have happened if President Trump was reelected, you know, something like that. Um, Sri Lanka is in the house. I just watched something about Sri Lanka literally. I'll use that word literally two days ago. Um, and it was about the, uh, the civil war in Sri Lanka, about how tourism is really coming back. One of my favorite YouTubers, his name's Harold Balder. He's a traveler. He spent, uh, I think, a month in Sri Lanka when lockdown first started last month. And Indonesia is in the house. Um, there are some Indonesian subtitles on the channel. There is a playlist. And Henry made those this summer. So thank you so much, Henry. Uh, so, I don't, is that Suhal? I, I'm not seeing, sorry, it's going so fast. Leap Year is one of my, is a favorite one. I haven't mm. heard of that movie. Yeah, and sorry, if we accidentally miss your question, please ask it again. Um, I don't want to do a Google form quite yet. This channel is still small, but if you just put your question in the chat, hopefully we will see it. Sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, Angelo. Angelo is a world traveler. He's a jet setter. Dr. Luke is a jet setter. I used that term in a video not long ago. Someone who's always traveling. And Angelo spans the globe. Born in the Philippines, lives in Qatar now, and has been to Sri Lanka. I am jealous. Oh, Ibrahim. So Thank nice. Thank you. See you later. Hope you have a great day, night in Egypt. Uh, yes. The In the movie, Forrest Gump is actually, the college that they represent in the movie is actually where we went to college, the University of Alabama. So it does exist. They do a lot of things in that movie. They just uh, change them just a tad because of trademark, I'm sure, and 
rights to use it, but um, it does, it actually represents the college that we went to. And if you follow sports, I know not everybody does. I asked a question about that this week, but the college that we went to just won its 18th national championship for football. So we had nothing to do with it. We just support the team. I stayed up and watched the whole game as an alumni that supports her team. Yeah, and I went to bed with five minutes to go, but I knew we were going to win. I don't think so. Yeah. I think it was sooner than that. I promise. Okay. It's five minutes. I promise. It's five minutes. Um, NASCAR. That's a great question, Luca. We actually used to really, really like NASCAR. I've never watched Formula One, but we've actually been to Talladega. Um, have you been to another racetrack, haven't you, in North Carolina? Or no? Uh, yeah, but not for a race. No, okay. Yeah. Yep. So we've, we've watched, we've seen the race Talladega twice in person. We actually camped out there. Yeah. I think it was four times. Four times. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it was for two years. Might have been more. And they have two races a year. But um, Formula One is not that popular in the United States. I know it's more popular in other places, but the car racing here would be Indy cars, maybe, or NASCAR. NASCAR is probably the most uh, Martin Luther King's birthday, Dr. King's birthday is on, well, actually his birthday was yesterday, but we celebrate it on Monday. So in the United States, the third Monday of January is always a holiday. And yeah, this uh, week we will be celebrating Dr. King's legacy for civil rights. In my social studies class this week, we did a couple lessons on Dr. King's legacy. Of course, I went to bed. <laughs> Mio Dio. Rod is saying the last movie that he saw was The Secret on Netflix. Pretty different from the book. I have not seen The Secret. No. Would you recommend The Secret? See, that show that I really like, WandaVision, I really like it. But I can't recommend it. I don't think it's for everyone. So, But I can recommend Toy Story. Mm. Thank you. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't even know if I've even seen Talladega Nights all the way through. I've only seen bits, bits and pieces. Yes. Yeah, so uh, Flavia was talking about Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby. I, I love their kids. I can't remember some of the lines that they say, but when the grandfather comes to dinner, if you've seen Talladega Nights, those two little kids are so rude, but it's funny. It's funny. Amina, did you have, Amina had a question? Amina, let's stop everything. If you had a question, you gave us a super chat. Come on, let's go. Let's find the question. Where is it? Oh, dear. I'll try to find it. Okay. We're going to be searching high and low for Amina's question. We sometimes say that when we're really searching for something like really hard, searching high and low. Yesterday, I lost my cell phone. I didn't really. But if I did, I would be searching high and low for that. I need that cell phone. I can't live without that cell phone. It's always in my right hand. John. Indonesia, how are you? Welcome. I don't see Amina's question. Amina, I am sorry. 
Can you post it again, Amina, please? And if, if, we, if we see your question too late, I will make a video for you for members only. I promise. So Rod does recommend The Secret. I'll have to check it out. Oh, Luca. Luca is wondering, what is our favorite Italian dish? Be before you answer, what I've learned – oh, you might have to come in a little oh. bit closer. What I've learned is that what Americans think is Italian food is not actually Italian food. So when we give our answers, just remember we're Americans and sometimes we eat at Olive Garden. So I used to really, really love Olive Garden. Like if I wanted to go anywhere special, I would choose the Olive Garden. Mi dispiace. Mi dispiace. Um, they have this great thing where I can get lasagna and uh, fettuccine Alfredo, um, which I really, really love there. But we haven't gone. I haven't been in a long time. Um, but we have a local restaurant that's their garlic not their garlic knots are amazing. They have a great chicken and Caesar salad that I get. But if I had to choose, I, one would probably be meatballs. I love meatballs, and then lasagna, and then probably fettuccine alfredo. Super simple. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. Um, fettuccine alfredo not good for you. Lots of calories. And in the United States, a lot of people for New Year's, the new year, trying to trying to get on a diet because we ate too much during the holidays. But yeah, fettuccine Alfredo, put it put a chicken breast in there. Mm, I don't like chicken with it, but I do. Arone. Thank you so much for um, great moderate. Thank you, Rod. Thank you, Arone. Uh, they both have great channels. You should check them out. Both have done shorts this week. Um, Amina is wondering, what does it mean to be declared legally incompetent? Legally incompetent. Um, let's, let's break that down. So incompetent. It means you are not fit. You are not maybe in your right mind. Um, but for whatever reason, maybe it's old age, you just can't do that job. So I don't know where you heard this. I'm not sure if it was in relation to President Trump. But I think in the news that might have come up. So legally, it would have to go through the courts. But if you are legally declared incompetent, I don't know, maybe you might have to leave that job of yours. Maybe you would have to not be able to live on your own. Yeah, so that's uh, legally incompetent is used mostly when, um, say you have an older parent that really can't make wise or good choices for themselves anymore. You would have to go to court and in front of a judge, you would have to have your parent declared legally incompetent for their children to be able to make decisions for them without having to ask their parents if that's what they wanted to do. So for example, like if they needed, if they can't manage their money anymore, they can't live by themselves anymore and things like that. Then you go, you have to go in front of a judge to have that done though. And uh, in, in American culture, and I know it's different in a lot of cultures, unfortunately when our parents get old, we often put them in a home. 
right? We, we don't, we don't bring them in to live with us. Although I don't know if we want our moms living with us. <laughs> but. That would, yeah, I would, I would try to find somebody to take care of my parents in their home, my mom in their house. Like, so she wouldn't have to go into home. I've done that before with my uh, grandmother. When I took care of my grandmother, um, I would hire someone to come into her house to stay with her so that she didn't have to go into a nursing home. And it was a much better situation. So I would try to do that before anything. So in other cultures, you might not do that for your parents. You might just bring them into your house. That's probably what is what happens normally. But in the United States, some older people will be declared legally incompetent. Can you can you be legally incompetent to drive? Mm-hmm. Can you So if if you are getting older, it doesn't have to be older, but maybe you're just dangerous. You had a driver's license. At one time you could drive legally. But then maybe you have been in too many accidents, and bless you, and uh, you were declared uh, incompetent. So, and actually, for that part, you don't have to go in front of a judge. Your doctor actually declares you not able to drive, right. and so then you're not. He sends something to our where we get our driver's license, and they revoke your driver's license so that you can't drive anymore, which is really sad. It's, it's. I think it's happened to our neighbor across the street. Um, and he was very, very independent. So it's sad when it happens. I think he's uh, 90. So 91. Yeah, 91, maybe. I think. Yeah. Ice Wallow. Welcome. Welcome. Ah, Susanna. Thank you from Brazil. Ah, yes. Krakow. Beautiful town. Mm. Rain Man. Oh, my gosh. When did you see that? Uh, watched it a few times, but still tight. I love Rain Man. We own it on Blu-ray. Love Rain Man. Love Dust, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, I agree. Elena. Amina has some great questions. Thank you so much for showing up. And Elena has great questions too. I've used many of her questions in some of the lessons. So Amina, um, the citizenship test um, is for you to become a legal citizen of the United States. Um, but it's not for legally incompetent. And I don't know. We have a sister-in-law who lives in Canada where Joanne and Amina live. And I'm not sure if she's taken that test. Has she? Um, no, I don't. So I think she's a permanent resident. She's not a citizen of the United States. Which I think the only – she cannot vote. She can't vote. She can't vote in elections. But other than that, you know, she's pretty much – a citizen. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I've known Erroni for a while, for um, well, close to two years, and we have talked about Italian food uh, with the Olive Garden. So some Americans think that Olive Garden is Italian food. In their commercials, they say, when you're here, you're home. It's really salty, really fattening. Yeah. I would love to... Uh, the salad is really good. The salad, yeah, the salad dressing is good. And those breadsticks are pretty decent. Yeah. Those garlic breadsticks, yeah. yeah. Not as good as our local place, but... I don't know. Maybe um, somebody does. I don't know as much about cars. So maybe I should. But why... Does Honda become Acura and Toyota and Scion? I just know what Scion is. Um, 
I thought that was type Toyota. So we still have Honda. Oh, I'm sorry. So I know Honda actually makes the Acura car. Acura is like a, um, I want to say flavor, but it's a, it's a maker model of Honda. Um, and then Toyota has the make Scion. We have Toyotas, but we have the make RAV4 and the make Camry. And then a Honda makes the Acura, and then they also make uh, the Accord, the Civic. So it's, it kind of goes, um, so the Acura would be kind of like high class, the Accord would be middle, and then the Civic would be, um, I don't want to say low class, but like uh, when you're trying to save money, you're trying to be economy like... Economy model. Economy, that- yeah. Yeah, so um, we Honda is the um, designer. And Acura is the make. Well done. And um, Nitin says your wife is speaking more fluently hmm. than I am. Nice job. I don't get that very often. Yeah, doing, <laughs> doing well. Doing well. Melina, um, I'm grateful for that, Brent. You helped me. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, Flavia is wondering, have they started giving vaccines in the U.S.? Oh, in Brazil, it's going to be next month. Yeah. Um, Started in, um, I think, end of December. And so many of our friends will put on Facebook when they've gotten their vaccine. You get a little card. And you need that card because you need to get vaccinated twice. Or you need two shots. In English, we call it a booster. A booster. So you'll get that first shot of the vaccine And then about six weeks or a month later, you have to get a booster shot. You get a second dose of the vaccine. But it has happened and teachers were supposed to get the vaccine next month. But I think you said it was pushed back. Yeah. Yeah, they're moving it. Um, The next phase is going to be 70 and older. So right now it's medical um, personnel and 65 and older or 65 and or 75 and older is it yes and then now it's going to push to 70 so they're just it's coming in waves mm. okay so there was another uh, political question here uh, oh uh muhammad why are names in blue and green that's a great question so if you see someone in green like i'm looking at samra right now she's a member Thank you, Samra. Thank you to all the members. And then Rod and Aroni are moderators. Thank you very much for moderating. You should check their channels out. They have great channels. Oh, and Jamie. Jamie's a moderator too. So they're just checking the chat to make sure everybody's being nice. And luckily this channel is so small that people are nice. Thank you for being nice. I don't really – the first question was political and we got into a little politics but I think that's probably all. I do. Iran has been very nice to the channel as well. Thank you so much. Um, love to visit Iran one day. Uh, do I think that Americans were happy that Trump wasn't reelected? Well, at the time of the election, it was like 50%, almost, maybe 45%, that did vote for President Trump. So this nation is pretty divided when it comes to who they think should have won. So I'll just leave it at that. Amina, her favorite player is Aaron Rodgers. 
Hard to argue. Yep. He's he's a great player. Um, I like Patrick Mahomes. We're talking a little football right now. Uh, Derrick Henry, though. Yeah. Might be my favorite. He went to our college, and he's a great running back. So I'm, I'm sad that the Titans didn't move on. Oh, gosh. Um, wicked. Elena is wondering. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I would say where I grew up, the word wicked is negative. Like, it's scary. Like, somebody that's wicked is not very nice, not very polite, um, very evil. Um, but then I'll let you explain in Maine. So in my little, in our little part of the country, we call it New England, so it might be Maine, Massachusetts, those states near Boston. We will say wicked when something's really good. Oh, that movie we watched last night was wicked good. I don't say wicked that much. Um, Jamie doesn't say wicked much. No. But if you come to New England, you might hear wicked used in a very good way. It's another way to say very. So wicked good. Wicked good. And I hope you're learning English through this live stream, Wicked Good. That's that's a main accent. I should probably say very well, but good. Wicked Good. Wicked Good. Hi, Samira. So I did, I have, um, Natin is asking uh, you, I think, um, how do you become more fluent in English? And I have made a video recently about this. It's called um, The Best English Tips for 2021. And I think, just because I'm an English teacher, I'll, I'll, I'll answer this one. I think the more listening and reading you do will help you with your fluency. And I know, and I made a video about this, and I know you may think, well, I need to speak more to become more fluent. And yes, at a point... But I think lots of listening, lots of reading, you can do that on your own. Once you get to a really high level, then you can start finding language partners or getting a tutor on italki. I do have a link that you can save $10. It's in the description. But I think a lot of listening and reading, lots and lots of listening and reading. But I've spoken to Amina. She speaks very good English, and she probably knows better than I do. I know Elena knows better than I do about how to become really fluent in English because they've done it. I did it when I was a kid, so it's not quite the same. But with my Italian, what I have found, lots and lots of listening. And I think you're doing it right now, watching this live stream with two natural speakers, hopefully. I think you're doing well. Um, Amina, why are you laughing? You speak really good English. Speak really good English. Who's that? Flavia. Oh, do we have plans to go abroad? Yes, we do. After the pandemic, of course. Yeah. They say in the, in the question. Uh, yeah. Where would you like to go, Jamie? I mean, Italy is probably my first choice. Or somewhere where the water is really, really blue and it's hot and sunny. And somebody brings me drinks and I don't have to give them money to pay for them. Except for one time when I pay for everything. Yeah, uh, Brazil is looking. Sita uh, and I have been talking about this other YouTube channel called Travel Bum. 
they're in Brazil. They've been in Brazil for maybe the last two months. Brazil looks like a beautiful country. Italy is right there. Russia, of course. Turkey. I would, I would love to go to Turkey. What's that? Copadocha? Where the where, – I said that wrong. Sorry. Where the hot air balloons are. And, of course, Iran. I would love to visit Iran. The people of Iran seem so nice, so welcoming. So many places. Poland. Come on, Poland. Hungary. Bulgaria. So many places. So many places. Thank you for the question. So beta, we used we use woods the most, but some people use forest. But forest is more like uh, in the mountains where there's tons and tons of trees, and woods is where there's like smaller patches of trees together. Cappadocia. Thank you, Samra. Yeah. So um, if you ever doubt, you can use forest and woods the same. The same. Um, no, uh, Muhammad, thanks for the question. We do not offer any kind of tutoring. Uh, like I said, in the chat, in the description box, there is a link to italki. And you can get $10 credit after your first lesson. I use italki for tutoring, but I, we don't. I try to make as many videos as possible to help as many other people. So I don't do any tutoring. I'm sorry. Yes, if we come, if we go to Italy, we would, I mean, I actually, if we do go to Italy, I want to make it for a, a long period of time because there's so much to do and so much to see there. So yeah, we would love to meet up with anybody um, wherever we go. Yeah, Boston might be a, uh, a good place. Not that far from us. And Boston's a great city. Uh, unfortunately, where we live in the United States, it's not central to anything. We live really pretty close to Canada. We could get in a car and drive about two hours to Canada. That's how far north we live. But I've been to Canada. I mean, and I would love to meet you. So that would be an easy trip for us. And I know I, I won't say where Amina lives. I know where she lives and what city. And the city she lives in is beautiful. So you would not have to twist our arm to go visit Canada. If you have to really ask someone, you might have to twist their arm, beg them. You would not have to twist our arm to go to Canada where Amina lives. Ah, Natin, thank you. I love you, sir, because your teaching style is really great. Thank you so much. Awesome. Ooh. Flavia, I don't often talk about alcohol on this channel because I know there are some people where they live or their religion, they don't consume alcohol. So I don't talk about that very much, but going to Brazil, enjoying food and a cold beer, um, sounds pretty good right now. <laughs> pretty good right now. Cause I know it's summer where you live in Brazil. So in Sita, I, I also know what town she lives in. And I think that is where we would like to start first in Brazil. I'd love to. I'd love to. I love Canada. I, I, I love Canada. I love Canada. Let's see. Looking through some more. I'm sure we missed some questions. Oh, and Arroni sent us uh, a Christmas package. 
with a lot of uh, Italian sweets. I love them. I love them all. There's a, a few, there's a bag of pasta that we will have to make soon. But uh, thank you, Arroni. Right, more, I'm just, I'm just going to start just talking because uh, we have, oh, Calgary is in the house. Um, my son and I were talking about Calgary not long ago because I believe Calgary has the largest rodeo in the world. I think that's true. The largest rodeo. Uh, the Philippines. One of my best friends growing up. His mom was Canadian. His dad was Filipino. So they went back to the Philippines once a year. Busy though. Busy, right? Manila? Busy. Busy. Oh, Ali. This is very tough. Because now we're getting into upper level English of how to pronounce something. So I know what I do. Not everybody agrees. But I will often speak into Google Translate. And I feel that if I am speaking clearly enough, Google Translate will recognize that. And they will write exactly what I, I say. Dr. Luke, I'm not sure if he is here, but he had a great idea that I used in one of the tips videos, and that was to record yourself on video, upload it to YouTube, keep it private, make it public if you don't mind, but then you can look back each month maybe. I wouldn't do it every day. I wouldn't look back every day. You might want to make one a day, but look back at it after a month, after two months, after a year, and I think you'll see that your pronunciation will get better. When you start listening to yourself and you're also listening to native speakers, you can compare how you sound with how the native speakers sound. Mm. Hope that helps. Hope that helps. Yes, Calgary Stampede. So somebody asked um, I, where the first place they should visit in the USA Trying to see you ask that. I think Luca asked that. Yes. Well, I mean, New York City is like the icon of the United States or Los Angeles. Like those, I mean, one's on the East Coast and one's on the West Coast. Um, I really enjoy New York City. It's it's really busy. So if you don't like busy or big cities, but seeing obviously Times Square is. Um, I think it's it was amazing when I first saw it. It just kind of overwhelms you, and it's just it's a really a sight to see. And if you like shopping, um, obviously New York City's the place. Or Broadway shows. Um, my daughter and I, when we go, we tend to go into like little thrift stores and things like that instead of the big stores. Um, but I mean, I guess I don't know. What would you say? Yeah, I would also say New York City. Um, for what Jamie said there. So if you want more of the Hollywood, kind of the glitzy, the glamour, you know, you want L.A., you want Hollywood. But if you want more of the history, go on the East Coast. That's where this country, you know, started, minus the indigenous people. But once Europeans came, it started on the East Coast. So cities like Boston, New York, Philadelphia, you can land in New York. 
Philadelphia is what an hour's drive. Yeah, it's not far. It's not that far, so you could get south to Philadelphia. Washington D.C. Mm. is one of our favorite cities, um, and that would be about a eight-hour drive, I think, to from go New from York. New York yeah. City, New York City to Washington D.C. But a flight from New York to Washington is probably not expensive. I would recommend doing that versus driving. Um, I would take the flight instead of renting a car. It's just easier. And the trains in the United States are not very good. But those bigger cities on the East Coast, you can get – that's a good mm -hmm. idea. You can get from New York City to Washington, D.C. You know, it will cost you a little money, but it will be pretty easy. So, Elena – Thank you so much Thank for you, the Elena. super chat. Uh, it means a lot. And Elena helps me with the channel quite a bit. Her questions are very good. Thank you. That that That's how I base a lot of my lessons are on questions I see in the comments because I would rather make a lesson that a viewer wants rather than just making something up. So thank you, Elena. See, that I would love to visit Rio de Janeiro. I, I mean, he's never watched the movies, but um, the Twilight movie series I watched, and when they go on their honeymoon, they go through that city, and it looks so much. It looks so much fun. Oh yeah, the beaches, mm. the the large rocks next to the beach, Christ the Redeemer. Uh, just yeah, Rio seems amazing, and we're a little old, I think, to party. I think if we were younger, I'm a little old to party. But uh, yeah, I think it would be just a great, great spot. And Sita said she will show us all around. She will show us all around. So that would be helpful. Yeah, Turkey, I mean, I don't know what you can say about Turkey, but just beautiful, Ankara, um, just amazing, amazing. Thank you, Angelo. Have fun at work. See you, sir. Okay, um, oh. Patty Candle from France is asking about American cuisine. I'm sorry. I know it's not as good as the French. I'm sorry. Um, what can we offer <laughs> somebody from France who's probably used to eating very well American food? Hot dog? <laughs> no. I mean, if you're going to a barbecue in the United States – Hamburgers, hot dogs, barbecue pork, chicken. That's that's kind of like this when you think of America as like big barbecues outside and people coming together, having drinks. Um, we have so I mean, and then if you go in the south, it's more um, vegetables, fried foods, um, and things like that. Biscuits. And I haven't been out west, so. Yeah, southern cuisine, mm -hmm. I think is I think you nailed it with that with barbecue. The, the, but the problem is, think about Italy, think about France, think about all of these countries that have been around so much longer than we have. We've basically stolen German cuisine. Mm. We've basically stolen just food from other places, China, you know, that has been around longer than we have. So, but I think barbecue would be Uniquely American, I think. Yeah. Slow cooked meat with barbecue sauce. 
Yeah. 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 Aroni, you've already booked a train from New York to Boston and then from Boston to Portland? Yeah. He did? I had no idea, Aroni. Yeah, he was, uh, before the whole pandemic hit, he was coming to New York and we were definitely going to get together. And then all of that just 2020, right? Something we want to just put in the rear view mirror. It's a good term to know. Just forget about it. You just want to forget about 2020. We'll put it in the rear view mirror. We'll put it to rest. We'll put it to bed. Like Elena said early on. Oh, thank you for typing that. Mm-hmm. Was that Sam Ali? Yeah. All right, dude. Dude, what's up? <laughs> I want to try to learn English during the day, but I thought not only my progress is slow, but slap of knowledge got declined. Could you give me advice? Yeah, I would say that. And Rod has an interview with an English teacher on his channel after uh, Bob the Canadian's live stream. And what they say in that is that, um, Rod, I don't want to spoil anything, but I think Rod said it very well where he said, I have students that want to learn English tomorrow. They want to learn it within a month. And learning a language, in my opinion, takes years, many years. Rod, who has learned English to a high level, says at least four years. So I will go with what he said, four years um, to become decent. So don't feel discouraged. Just know it's a super long process. Get in as much as you can. YouTube is a great strategy. Watch videos. Put the subtitles on when you're watching YouTube videos because you can listen and read at the same time. And if it's something you really like, you won't have to worry about being bored. Hopefully, that's the idea. Find something you really like in English and watch and listen to a lot of that. Is that ready? Mm-hmm. Ready? Thank you. Ah, great question. Um, ready is asking, do we teach pronunciation to our students? Okay, um, I don't know about the international phonetic alphabet. I think I think with English with some languages, yes, maybe, maybe. Uh, but with English, we break so many rules when it comes to pronunciation that maybe, but I think it I think it would be a waste of time. I think lots of listening to native speakers would be better, but we do not practice pronunciation with our students. If a student has difficulty, pronouncing something, they will go to speech. We call it speech. They will be taken out of a class and they will work on their pronunciation. So some students will receive speech, but most don't. Most learn from watching TV, listening to their parents talk. We got. I think we got to think about wrapping up because, oh, and Oleg, Oleg, Oleg um, said that, uh, a very nice comment. For us. I don't know if you saw it before, but thank you, Ali. Thank you. Sorry. Um, Ali, I feel passionately about this. Rod and the teacher he interviews feels a little differently, but Ali is saying, is there any way to skip grammar? Yeah, I made a video on this. I would say spend very 
little time studying grammar. Very little time. Lots of listening, lots of reading. That way you won't have to worry, oh, when I say is, he is, they are, where you're trying to get that subject verb agreement, if you listen a lot, your brain will just recognize it. You will not have to memorize any grammar rules. Now, they do talk about, in Rod's interview, about written language, which is different. But I think most people in the chat now want to speak well. I think first. The writing may come later. but He's the better cook. I don't know. Jamie made some soup a couple days ago, which was really good. Really good. So I think it just depends. Just depends. Yeah, it's always better when somebody cooks it for you. That's true. Yeah. If you don't smell the dish while you're cooking it and you are served it after it's cooked, it's proven scientifically. It tastes better. Your sense of smell while you're cooking it, it doesn't hit you as much when you taste it. Yes, focus on vocabulary, buddy. Focus on vocabulary. I'm going to hop over to Bob the Canadian's chat um, if you would like to do that as well because he goes on in about a minute and a half. Yeah, Patty. Patty says a minimum of grammar makes speaking easier. I would also agree with that. Spend a little time with grammar, but not a lot. But teachers don't agree on this. There are different theories on this. So I want to thank everybody. I want to thank Jamie for joining us. I want to thank you for joining us. Thank you to all the members, to all the new members. I think we had a new member. Um, check the members tab. There will be a link to the Discord channel, the Discord server. Thank you so much for all the super chats. Mina, Sita, Elena, thank you so much. I hope you all have a great rest of the day. I'm going to figure out how to shut this off. I don't know exactly how to shut this off. but uh, So there may be a couple awkward – I think I can actually. There may be a couple awkward seconds until I get out of here. But thank you so much. And Rod and Roni, thank you so much for moderating the chat. Check out their channels. they got some good stuff there. Bye, See guys. You. See ya. Adios. I think we're done. We might not be done. I clicked the, the end button. I don't think we're done because you're we're still not done. talking. Well, we're, there's a little delay there, though. Okay. How do I get out of here? End stream. Yes. Your stream will stop immediately. You'll no longer be live. That's what we want. Thank you all for joining us. Oh, Abraham was back right at the end, wasn't he? All right. Hi, Abraham.